I always loved the street, and when I had the store, so I would come out and work a full eight hours on the street and then go open the store. Transition for me was relatively easy because I was doing it all the time. That's Aaron Harding. He's worked with some of the biggest names in New York City streetwear. His store, Family Affair, used to be a mainstay in Harlem, but Harding was forced to close his store during the pandemic. He quickly switched to street vending. He sells face masks and other PPE on 86th Street in the Upper East Side. For Harding, it's not just a way to make a living, it's a public service. Maybe for about five months by myself. It's just me and customers looking for masks. It was just unbelievable, you know. And I think the humanity part took over because the profit sure wasn't there. I'm Jackson Ellison. On this episode of Onomatopoeia, how someone went from a streetwear mogul to a street vendor. Aaron Harding is in his early 60s. He's dressed in an argyle sweater and is wearing gold spectacles. He is standing behind a pile of clothes, everything from handmade hats to designer sneakers. He's considered to be a high risk for COVID because of his age, but that doesn't stop him from selling on the street. There was no hesitation, no doubts in my mind that I wanted to uh, truly get out here uh, and come down to uh, 86th Street. Harding closed his store in Harlem in fall of 2020 because he no longer could afford to pay rent. He decided to bring his clothes with him to sell alongside the face mask. When you're helping somebody with a coat, jacket, shoes, you're going to receive some money, but you know, you, you're not out here to make a killing. You're out here to soothe somebody's soul. Harding pays $35 for a box of 50 masks. He sells them for a dollar a piece. And while masks sold out quickly due to the pandemic, Harding still only made a $15 profit. Now, if that's not community service, I don't know what is. And dedication to your business. Life will put you in a pivotal point where you, you want all, I want fame, I want fortune, I want glory. But what are you giving back? Now over a year into the pandemic, Masks and other PPE are still necessity, and that keeps Harding in business. Yeah, so the need for, for PPE is still there. People are uh, they're buying in record numbers because uh, depend, uh, the uh, epidemic is not stable yet. Hasn't been stable for a while. When it comes to selling PPE, other street vendors have started marking down prices in order to attract customers. Harding says one street vendor told him directly his goal was to take away Harding's customers. He told me he wanted to keep, uh, corner the market. And I'm like, we're helping people. You know, if you're spending $3.50 per box, you at least have to sell it for $7 to make your profit back. But some people will rather lose the money, gain the customer, and unbalanced Zambia King sells jewelry just 40 yards from Harding's stand. King is much younger than Harding. She sells an assortment of necklaces, rings, and bracelets. Her stand has a constant flow of customers and onlookers. Despite the competition on the block, King says Harding was the first person to help her when she returned to the street in August. She was having a hard time carrying her merchandise. And I was, I called Erin and I was like, Erin, it's just, it's
it's just too heavy. It's too bulky. I know it's one block, but I have to redo it. And it's already afternoon. It was after 12 p.m. And I was like, I'm just not going to come. He's like, no way. And he got someone to watch his stuff. And then he came to my apartment and he helped me. And since he brought it out here in the evening time, he waited for me for almost an hour. And then he um, brought it back. It's brass covered in gold. Some are stainless steel, some are gold plated, and some are gold filled. He's become um, a close friend. He has a lot of stories. You know, he's in his early 60s. Don't want to age him, but he has a lot of stories and he had so, so much um, like experience in life. It's meeting people like King that keeps Harding coming back to 86th Street. Every day. You know, it's something new, something exciting. Some days are not so exciting. Some days can be, you know, borderline depression. But when I talk to another human being and get that feedback, the exchange is there. And there's something else that keeps Harding here. Oh, I, I think this is like my calling, and I like it. I, I, it's like I don't have a problem coming here, you know. <laughs> as long as I can get home at night, I'm good. This episode of Onomatopoeia was created by me, Jackson Ellison. Onomatopoeia is a production of the Columbia Graduate School of Journalism. Joanne Farion is our executive producer and professor. Original theme music by Lee Feldman. Our graphic was created by Sonny Bean. Special thanks to Columbia Digital Librarian, Michelle Wilson.